Welcome to the podcast. This is Rick Thomas. You are listening to Your Daily Drive. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. This is an additional podcast that I am doing this week. I do four podcasts a week, three Your Daily Drives and one Life Over Coffee. That's been our pace for a while now, but I wanted to do this podcast and this article for you God gave me something that was burning on my heart, and so I want to toss it into the mix this week. Part of the reason I want to do it now is because this is graduation week. The last two or three weeks, depending on where you go to school or where you go to college, is this is the graduation graduation season, let me put it that way. In fact, the, today, my wife and daughter, they are at the graduation of their high school. My daughter's not graduating, but she wanted to attend the graduation. And so I want to share this podcast, and of course, all of my Your Daily Drive podcasts are in article format, and so if you want to read this podcast, you can do that. And I would encourage you to do so. Here's the title of the podcast, Striving for Character is Better Than Making A's. Striving for character is better than making A's, and you can see why I want to do this podcast now, because there's a lot of kids who have graduated, or there are a lot of kids who are going to the next grade, and I know what the temptation is with many of them. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 10, 12, that it is unwise to compare yourself to other people, but that is inevitable with Adamic people. We compare ourselves to other people, and there's probably not a more fertile territory for comparing yourself than in school, especially high school, probably even more so than college because high school can be a smaller, closer-knit context than many of our universities. And so the temptation to compare yourself with other people is strong, not only just in the education environment, but also with every other thing about our lives. If I'm pretty enough or handsome enough or athletic enough or charismatic enough or whatever it is that we want to compare ourselves because the teenage years are the transitional years where people go from kids to adults. And in that transition period, there can be a lot of uncertainty and sometimes some of the only things that people can grab hold to is their successes, whatever their successes may be, their looks, their abilities, and education. I was trying to think of a few other things, but I'm sure you can do that. I'm not doing too well here on the fly. And so because it's graduation week, and I know that there will be a lot of kids who are discouraged because they didn't make A's, well, I want to help, I hope, to release you from this problem, to help you guard against this temptation, but not just the children, also the parents, because parents use some parents can use their children as a way to feel better about themselves. My kid can beat up your kid. <laughs> or we see those bumper stickers in America where it says, you know, I, my kid's an honor student or whatever it is that it says to brag about our children. Now, I understand an element of that, but there's also a backside liability. There's a temptation to that. And parents can feel their acceptance, their significance with how their children are doing during this season of life. And so they have them in 
the best academic academic environment. They have them uh, doing all the sports things, or they have them playing all the instruments, or whatever it may be that they do, and it can be very competitive, though subtle, and nobody's going to come out and own this, that I really feel significant, and I, I find my identity in what my children are doing. So it's not just the kids that can fall prey to this temptation, but it is a huge problem with some parents. And our culture doesn't make it any easier for us. In fact, our culture is quite clear. The path to success is through education. That's what they tell you. And we even have here in the states, in some, many of the states, the education lottery to where gambling is legalized so that they can get funds from gambling to uh, help support our educational system, and they're just throwing money in this black hole because what they're missing in this entire discussion is the morality part, the morality aspect. And that's why I titled this podcast, Striving for Character is Better Than Making A's. Now, what I don't want you to hear in this podcast is I'm saying education doesn't matter. I am not saying that at all. What I'm going to do in this podcast is I'm going to set up the order, a biblical order, what comes first, what is most important. And the Bible is clear. What's most important is your character, child, teenager, student, parent. (laughs) The most important thing is your child's character. It's more important than whatever educational, academic successes that you may have. Now, again, our culture just pushes education as the panacea for all of our problems, that we must get our children educated. And so don't go there and say, Rick is is downgrading education. I'm not at all. I'm prioritizing it. God's Word teaches something different. And so for all of you kids who did not make all A's this year, I want to encourage your heart one, and I want to refocus your priorities. Now, maybe it's important for the parents to hear this too. I want to get into it in just a moment, and I want to share with you a story about my daughter, Tristan, uh, who had a very difficult time this year in her algebra, algebra class. But first, let me make an appeal to you. Did you know that every year we reach hundreds of thousands of lives globally? This year, we will reach over one million individuals with the practical gospel of Jesus Christ. We help these people by providing practical tools and ongoing training for effective living. Through the written resources like this article here, audio broadcasts like this podcast that you're listening to, equipping videos, interactive forums, the Lord is impacting lives through this ministry. Here's my appeal. Will you partner with us to help continue this fantastic gospel adventure? You may donate or become a supporting member of our community. You can do either one. Go to our website to learn more about that. For as little as $5 each month, just $5 or $50 a year or anything above that, you can provide practical tools for hurting souls. If you are a local church, will you take us on as a ministry monthly or annually to help us in our missional endeavors around the world? Whatever you can give to help this ministry will change many lives. Thank you so much, 
and thank you for those of you who do give and support this ministry. The title of the podcast and the article at rickthomas.net is Striving for Character is Better Than Making A's. I want to celebrate my daughter. She just finished her 11th grade, and she passed algebra this year. The news came yesterday. She texted me, and as I think about the text, it makes me teary-eyed. And I texted back, and when I texted back, I was nearly in tears because Tristan passed algebra. Now, here's what you don't know. She worked so hard this year in algebra. You see, God did not give her an algebra brain. God did not give her daddy an algebra brain either. <laughs> I don't know how I got through algebra. When I was, I was, I took algebra in the 10th grade, and I'm not sure how I got through it. I think that back then it just didn't matter as much, or my teacher either had pity on me or was disgusted in me. I'm not sure. I'm sorry, Miss Eason. I know you were an excellent teacher, but I know I was a pain in the buttocks. And so I don't, I don't have an algebra brain, and neither does my daughter. Now, if you want to talk about reading and writing and those types of things, I have a brain for that. And so does my daughter. Tristan started writing when she was, I don't know exactly, maybe five years old. She journals virtually every day of her life. She journals all the time. She, has, she may have more journals than I do. We're alike that way, and we're alike this way. God didn't give us an algebra brain. And so every point that she earned to get her grade up to passing came from her appropriation of God's grace into her life for an entire year or school year, nine months. Now, what you can't know is how hard it was for her, and that's why we're celebrating. Tristan has stayed up nearly all night to work on her assignments. She's done that more than once. Most of her school days, Monday through Friday, were 15 to 18 hour days. I'm not lying. She has worked more than a full-time job this year to get through school, especially algebra. She has missed most of her church small group meetings because she's working on school. She lost a lot of family time as she nestled herself around her computer at her little desk in the corner of her room for nine months. She missed a lot because she needed to work harder than most of the other students to pass this course. We met with her teacher to learn how to serve Tristan better through this year. We found a tutor to see if that would help. She made many sacrifices, and that's why I was nearly in tears I met her as she rolled into the garage yesterday to give her a long hug, which was a mixture of relief and celebration. And she kind of just collapsed in my arms as she laid her head on my shoulder. I could not be any more encouraged by her effort this year. There is not one single thing that she could do more to make me more encouraged than what she did this year. We've never 
pressed our children to get A's from their schoolwork. Making an A is not irrelevant to us. Don't hear what I'm not saying, but it's pretty close. The liabilities of children striving for A's are profoundly stronger than making them, especially when God did not give you a straight A brain. The primary thing that has always mattered in our children's schoolwork is their character. Now, here's the prioritization that I was talking about earlier. I'm not tossing education out, but I'm trying to make a case for order and character comes first. So this is what, here's some of the questions that we would ask our children as far as their schoolwork is concerned. Are you doing your best? Are you working hard? Are you resisting laziness and procrastination? Are you grateful for what you get? Do you celebrate with others who do better than you? By the way, these are some of the thoughts that I have with my students in my own mastermind program. For them to make an A is not as important to me as are my mastermind students doing their best? Are they working hard? Are they resisting laziness and procrastination? Are they grateful for what they get? Do they celebrate with others who do better, do more, do whatever? Character always matters first. Now, I don't want my mastermind students to be dumb. I don't want them to be uh, not, not uh, have good thoughts, and I don't want them to not be able to think and analyze and think in layers and nuance and contours when it comes to sanctification soul care. I want them to have skill. I want them to be academically trained. But the thing that I look at with our students more than anything else is their character, and this is the way that we parent our children through their educational journey. Now, some will argue that making A's get you the best colleges, and it lowers your college tuition. Well, yes, it does. It can do that. I'm well aware of that. That's not even an argument. It's not even a talking point. Of course, A's can get you in the best universities and lower tuition. I have shared that with my children many times, that the higher your grade, the higher your GPA is going to be economically better on me, and you will have a better education. But Jesus was quite clear that if you seek God's kingdom first, all the Gentile pursuits will be added to you. God will take care of you. He will get you in the university that you need to be in. He will help you through that, and he will help you pay the bill as well. God will take care of you. All of these things will be added to you if you're seeking the kingdom of God first. And so hear these questions again that I ask. Are you doing your best? Are you working hard? Are you resisting laziness and procrastination? Are you grateful for what you get? Do you celebrate with others who do better than you? And you can add 10, 15, 20 more questions to this. 100 times out of 100, I want my children to excel on those questions first of all. And if they do, they are seeking God's kingdom. And he will add the Gentile perks to them. 
He will get them into the right college if they choose to go to college. He will pay their bill if they choose to go to college. Ironically, I have counseled many educated and wealthy people in my life. The A's they made and the colleges they attended did not help them with the more important matters of life, like spiritual maturity, happy marriages, biblically trained children. I'm not impressed. If all you have is education and, and money, if that's all you have, you're actually bankrupt. Spiritual maturity, happy marriages, biblically trained children, it comes through your character. Now, I'm going to say this one more time. I am not poo-pooing education. I would never do that. But I would prioritize the order of the essential things in life, and a person's character is at the top of the list, not their grades, not their college choice, or not their earning power. Now, when I think of my daughter, I don't think about a lack of A's, that does not cross my mind, and with my other two children as well. When I see their report card, I want them to pass, but that's not the primary thing. I think about, all right, so here's some of the things that I think about when I think about Tristan specifically as she's gone through this academic year. One, perseverance, patience, ability to guard her heart against worry, Rejoicing in others who are ahead of her in class order. Gratitude for passing. Joy. Self-control. Lack of procrastination. Resisting laziness. And sacrifice. That's what I think about. The first thing that comes to mind uh, is not the academic outcome of her work this year. The first things that come to mind are this. Now, there are many more things that I could add to this list. God has done an excellent job by not giving her an algebra brain. Her class this year was her micro-opportunity to test her to see how she will respond to the later hardships that are certain to come into her future. You see, algebra is like a test case. This nine-month test case of suffering <laughs> that she has been in. It's a micro-opportunity that has revealed so much that is so important to her dad and to her mom, and I believe to God as well. What we have seen is perseverance, patience, ability to guard her heart against worry, Rejoicing in others who are ahead of her in class order. Grateful for passing, joy, self-control, lack of procrastination, resisting laziness and sacrifice, and many other things. Think about the trial that you, are, you have gone through or the trial that you are in. Think about your algebra year, your algebra season. Is God doing these things in you? If he is, and you are appropriating his grace in your life, then you are getting the test. You are passing the test. If Tristan applies these character traits from her algebra year to the rest of her life, she will be super successful. Now, I'm coming from Joshua 1.8 when I talk about success. Here's what the text says. This book of the law, Joshua says, shall not depart from your mouth, 
but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do, uh, to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. The title of this podcast is Striving for Character is Better Than Making A's. I have one final thought, and then I have a few questions for you. When you meet and interact with someone, what are the things that you think about regarding that person? It's their character, right? I mean, you might not put it in those words, but the thing that you see, the thing that you feel, the thing that you experience from your friends is their character, who they are as a person. Think about your friends. Your thoughts about your friends are along the lines of, how they treat you, how they treat others, or the joy or the disappointment you experience by being around them. You feel drawn to them because of their character, or you don't want to associate with them because of the kind of person that they are. A person's character qualities determine your thoughts and your interactions with them. Now, most certainly, when you're seeking professional help, you, you want someone competent. As I said earlier, I'm not disregarding education as though it does not matter, but I am prioritizing things in the order that the Bible teaches. There are God-given A students who are smart enough to provide competent and professional services. Those people are all over the place. I praise God for these men and women who have the ability. There's some people in Tristan's class that don't, they don't work hard. They don't. Not in academics because it just comes easy for them. It doesn't take much for them. Now, they're in a dangerous place. Those who strive for A's because, because it's hard for them and they strive real hard or the parents put pressure on them to make A's, they can fall into the trap of comparing themselves to those who have an easier time, who make A's, and they can go into some bad places. But those who don't have to try hard because God has given them A brains, straight A brains, they can go to some bad places as well. Their academic prowess does not make them better than the non-A students. It just means they are working within the capacities that God gave them. And that's the whole point here. Regardless of where you land on the gradation spectrum, are you working fully, entirely within the capacities that God gave you? It would be dangerous to hang out with a, a student who is low character. It would be wonderful to hang out with a, a BC student who has high character. If their character is not what God teaches from his word, it would be wise to keep them out of your inner circle of closest and most trusted friends. I don't care what your GPA is, honestly. The truth is, I don't think that I have ever asked any of my friends their GPA. Maybe I have just in a, a moment of superficial conversation, but I don't recall that because I don't care. I don't care where they work. I don't care how much money they make. I don't care what their GPA is. I don't care if they finished high school. What I do care is, can I trust you? 
Are you a good friend? Are you a person of high character? I prefer my children marry individuals with high character but barely made it through high school than marrying the valedictorian with sketchy morals and a low view of God. Now, all of you valedictorians out there and salutatorians out there, I'm not throwing you under the bus. God bless you. God bless you. Congratulations. You did well. But if you want to date my daughter, you have to have high character. I don't give a rat's or ear what your grades are. As long as you have high character, may my children marry people of high character. God will take care of the rest because that's what he said in uh, Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added to you. If you are a student who is seeking the kingdom of God more than anything else, God will take care of you. You may not get the A that you wanted. You may not get the college that you wanted. You, you may have college debt that lasted longer than you had hoped. But you're the kind of person that God's favor is all over. Here's your call to action. I have four questions for you to think about, both for uh, the students as well as the parents. Parent, are you pressing your child to become something that God did not give them the ability to do? Now, how do you know? How do you know that? One of the things that you want to do as a parent is you want to discern the way that they should go. You want to discern how God has made them, and then you want to fan that flame. You want to be their greatest cheerleader. You want to push them down that path that God has gifted them to do. You don't want to bend them, force them, break them to become an image that you have in your own mind. And I know it can be a strong temptation as parents subtly compete, subliminally compete with each other, with their children. My kid made straight A's. My kid barely made it. Are you pressing your child to become something that God did not give them the ability to do? Number two, does your child embarrass you because he or she is not making as good of grades as another child? This is another angle to the question that I just asked you. Number three, what is more important to you, your child's grades or his or her character? And it would be worthy of a discussion to explain why you answered that way. One last time, I will say, I'm not throwing education out. I'm not minimizing it, actually. But I am highlighting character. And so what's more important to you, your child's grades or your child's character? And why did you answer that way? And then finally, number four, how does Matthew 6.33 apply to, your, uh, to you parenting your child through the academic years? How do you do that? What do you focus on? What are the things that you're looking for primarily? And again, the verse says in 633, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. The things that he's talking about in this passage is what shall we eat? What shall we wear? Where shall we live? Those types of things. Unfortunately, the culture's high view of education has crept into 
the Christian worldview and has clouded our thinking on this matter. Christians should first be striving for high character and parenting those things into our children, and then discerning their capacities, whatever their capacities may be. A's, that's not the best way to determine a child's capacity, because if, if God did not give your child the ability to do that, you can do more harm to your child than redemptive care. Now, if you would like to talk about this podcast, I would love to chat with you about it. You can go on our forums, and there's no cost for this. We have free community forums that anybody in the world can can get on and ask their questions as long as they have access to the Internet, and the majority of people do. And so go on our forums. You'll need a username, and you will need a password, just like you do for Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and virtually every other media site. You need a, a password and a username. It'll be uniquely yours, and that keeps bots away from us and spam, and it helps us that way to keep our site uh, tight and secure. But you are allowed in once you do that, and then you can ask whatever question that you may have if you have something pertaining to this article, it would be a joy I also, to answer it for you. I also have uh, some links here. I have a 31-day teen devotional that you can get that a teenager could go through. I have some other articles here as well. This podcast, Striving for Character, is better than making A's. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you have a blessed day. Your Daily Drive is a production of rickthomas.net, a global community that is seeking to live more productive and inspiring lives. If you'd like to learn more about our community, please go to rickthomas.net, rickthomas.net.